do the whole intro. Oh, I see it now. Do the whole intro. Well, join the Dark Order. Yeah, yeah. It's the Elite <laughs> POV where it's podcast time and we have technical difficulties, but we get through it. My name is Gimp Mask. I mean, Philium. No, it's Gimp Mask. And, and, and joining me is Anthony DeStefano. I don't even know. I'm all over the place. What, what is my moniker? What is my moniker for this? I don't know. Thing? You were the king of talk style. Yeah. But I feel like we need a new one. I need a new one. It's a, This is a new thing. This isn't Rant with Ann anymore. Guys, mm-hmm. Rant with Ann's dead. Get over it. <laughs> all right, fucking MJF. Sorry, that was just speaking to myself. <laughs> speaking to my subconscious about, you know, moving and on. And if you guys are only listening on audio... And you, you want to join the fun, like Kyle is, like Rob is, like Ant is on his other account. <laughs> yes, I am. I, I lurk from my other account. That way, if someone's an asshole, I can talk back and they don't know like, it's I'm me. about to share my three-month anniversary. Hey, there you go. Hey, Phil, thanks for the three months, bro. <laughs> if you guys want to watch the show live on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash game of ant. Yes. Where you can see our faces. You can see me Wearing in my Dark, dark order, order mask. mask. Yeah. And I can't breathe. You're right. I'm, there's no way I'm making it. There's this no whole way. Show. I th- I will give you probably about five more minutes until the masks off. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. It's rough. And I got it in Jacksonville, Kyle, at Double or Nothing. Hey, look, guys, it's not that hard to wear a fucking mask. It's not hard. Just look. Yeah, I know. It's coming off. I can't do it. But <laughs> I can't do it. There it oh is. my god. Oh, it looks tight too. <laughs> looks a little tight. Look though. at my hair. Looks great. It's all over the place, but great. So do I. welcome to the show this week. Another great week of AEW Dynamite. A lot to talk about. I love this fucking but, but, company. I love this company. Oh I my god! It. Right? Aren't you it. so happy that I like right now is the time that you decided to start watching every week? I mean, I have been watching, for but a couple, like really watching every but week. Like, you know yeah, I mean? not like, just like matches here and there, like from start to finish. Oh yeah. Yeah, and we're doing this great thing here. Oh, Carrie, hey, how are you? We love Carrie, you. Carrie, what's up? You missed me. Did you see me with the Dark Order mask? I almost suffocated. Yeah, <laughs> cowboy shit. Um, exactly. And we do we do a watch along um, in the game lounge every Wednesday in night. In Discord. In Discord. Come hang out. We were fucking cracking up last night because uh, they went to a commercial. Because we watch it on Kyle's stream, and Kyle's Canadian. So he gets different commercials than us. So first off, Canadian commercials are really weird. Second off... It cut in the middle of Moxley's promo. Moxley's cutting his promo, and it's like, boom. Like, they put him in picture in picture, and you're talking about car insurance. I'm like, I don't care. I want to hear who Moxley's calling out. But Uh, see, the the worst part is you guys missed the Domino's commercial as in picture in picture. (laughs) Nick Gage is using the pizza Pizza cutter cutter. on Jericho. Perfect. It's fucking perfect. And what a crazy world we live in, Okay. Before we even get to anything, what a crazy world we live in now. We saw a death match at probably 90%, you right? Saw 90% Nick, you saw of what? Nick Gage on national television. In a death match on a main event of a national televised show. Yeah, it, that is – if you told me that happens like a year ago, I'm like, fuck no. That's, you get out of No here. way, right? Like, and there was light tubes. There was pizza cutters. There was the, the, the glass that they went through. Like, what world are we living in? Uh, I don't know. It was, uh, first off, Kyle and Tiff on uh, All Elite Podcast. Go check them out right after us, actually. Um, they were talking about light tubes, and Tiff's like, they're never going to use light tubes in AEW. And Kyle's like, they're going to use light tubes. And watching Kyle's reaction as, like, they kept teasing the light tubes, like the five minutes that they teased them before they used them, he's like, they got to use them. They got to use them. <laughs> it, was, it was great, and I think that match was fantastic. I do think, though... 
after the nine o'clock hour, I couldn't pay attention to anything fully because well, my let's heart. Off. Let's circle back to it. <laughs> Let let's circle back from last week. Let's circle back right to this thing. And, and for for people listening, until we get the inevitable, which it, what it seems more and more every week that CM Punk is coming back to wrestling yes. and most likely AEW, right? I feel like Ant is. We're gonna start every week with CM Punk because Ant is, he he can't contain himself. We're going to look. I mean, I even brought Phil with me today. Not you, Phil. You're always with me. This Phil. Okay. This Phil is with me right here. We're ready. We are ready. We are ready. Phil and I. Phil and Phil. See, I don't know. If you're looking at the Twitch chat, okay, this where my finger is, that is a CM Punk plaque. You can't see it because it's darked out. CM Punk plaque for when he won the belt at Survivor Series. Slice Wrestling. I'd rather listen to Brad Shepard. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's facts. It's probably both of them together. Well, let, let's jump right into that. So we get the tease. Yes. That shook the internet. With uh, First, we get that the second episode of Rampage, which is August 20th. Right? Yes. Is it the second? August 20th. Yes. August 13th. The day before I actually come up to see you is the first Rampage. Oh, in Pittsburgh. Okay. So then um, the second episode, the week later, is August 20th, which is the beginning of SummerSlam weekend, which is hilarious. It's going to be in Chicago, and they're at teasing At the biggest heavily. stadium in Chicago. They're not doing the Sears Center. They're doing the United Center. They're doing Michael Jordan's house is where they're going. Yeah. That's insane. And yes, Rob, I do have a great CM Punk meet and greet picture. Can you? I, I will post it. When we post a show 20, tomorrow. 20,000. 20,000 seats. And for some reason, I think they're going to sell out very quickly on Monday. But see, what if they don't debut him there, though? The uh, crowd's going to go crazy. Can AEW afford that? Can, as a new company, can you afford the backlash? You have to. Now, why I say Vince McMahon can... Or could do something like that where he trolled like that is because he was the only game in town. He is the WWE. He is the big dog, right? CM Punk would bring so many viewers to AEW. AEW is a new company who's really starting to find their footing and becoming the best wrestling company in the world. You cannot tease the biggest surprise, top five in wrestling history, surprises. Top two in comebacks, right? I would say yep. maybe three. Shawn Michaels, Edge, Daniel Bryan's up there, and then CM Punk coming back to the ring would be a level with them. Like, this is huge news. You can't tease that and take it away. One, the fans are too smart. AEW fans are the smarter fans. Um, they they follow things more closely. They started chanting CM Punk as soon as United Center was said. Which it's is called funny. the it's first me. dance. When's the last time you heard a CM Punk chant and you didn't roll your eyes? <laughs> yes. Yes. And I, Sean Ross Sapp actually said, does the CM Punk chants in AEW stop him from WWE? No. When Punk comes out on August 20th, Friday night at 10 p.m. on Rampage and SummerSlams on Saturday, the CM Punk chants are going to fill SummerSlam. You can um, bet can you imagine your that? Just a ass. Full night. Bet your ass CM Punk chance will be wild night. 
at SummerSlam. Tony Khan knows exactly what he's doing. And since Vince McMahon's on a conference call right now saying AEW isn't considered competition, well, Vince, you're going to wake up Saturday morning of SummerSlam all excited, and the internet's going to be down because CM Punk's going to break the fucking thing when he appears on Rampage. And this whole thing of, like, they're not competition. Everybody's competition. Yep. Like, of course they're competition. It's just whether you accept them as competition, yeah. which <clears throat> he definitely should because... It, the one thing we were talking about it before we went live. The one thing that AEW has over every wrestling company right now is it's just fun. You it's watch fun. for two hours so with fun. a smile on your face, and the shows are so packed that like even if you don't like something, like I don't think I was the biggest fan of the Ricky Stark celebration this week. Right? It was kind of just there. It seemed very rushed. I don't know if the first Jr. Match didn't went get over. Jr. didn't get the New Orleans. To, he didn't get any. The marching band Jr. Yeah, was JR lost. The worst. He was but, lost. Um, and then in the death match, can we get? Can we get JR well, but Before off. we get that, so Can we get, we get the, the Ricky Starks thing, even if you weren't the biggest fan of that. It was over quick. They moved on. Boom, we were on to the next You know segment. why I liked it? Because Brian Cage didn't speak. Don't exploit that guy's weakness. He just comes out, looks strong, and leaves. Don't exploit his When he gets on the mic, you're like, oh, fuck. My Here favorite go, right? thing, and I know we're going to talk about punk more, right? Because we're going to keep going back to that. Because honestly, I've never had chill. Let's stay on it. I've never had chills like that. They knew exactly what they were doing. Mm -hmm. They announced this, and then they go to Darby Allen. Darby Allen is a name that CM Punk mentioned that he wants to wrestle if he were to come back. Oh, was he? And Darby Allen looks into the camera, stares into your soul, and says, a lot of people call themselves great, but you need to prove it in AEW, especially if you think you're the best in the world. And the fans went ballistic. But then there's another tease at the end that a lot of people missed with MJF, and I called it out right away because the pipe bomb, Cena's laying there, and Punk goes, now, John, while you lie there, hopefully as uncomfortable as you can be, you need to listen to me. MJF said the same line to Jericho last night. But yeah, I think, and it, it was great. I think you're getting Punk, and this is what I think. You're going to get Punk to sell more pay-per-views at all out. And then I think you're getting Daniel Bryan at all out too. I think they're going to fucking just, they're going to have the the momentum. They're going to have the knife and then they're going to twist it. You know what I mean? Like you, you got to right there. There's so much momentum here. Like first off Malachi black, right? That guy might be the biggest star in the company in a couple weeks. Because mm-hmm. the fans went fucking ballistic last night for him. A hundred percent. Right. And, and it's because they're letting him do what he wants to do. They're letting him take creative control of this story. And, you know, starting at double or nothing, people are kind of tired of Cody. And so it's like you bring in this new guy and he's coming in and he's awesome. And his gimmick is awesome. Right. And everyone loved him when he was in NXT. But again, so it's like. That's just the and and you know people cannot like Cody Rhodes and that's fine but to me that's the genius of Cody Rhodes. Cody is very self-aware that the internet was turning on him because of the promos he was cutting, because of the stuff his wife says online, low key, because all the stuff that they were doing. He's very self-aware. You bring in a guy like Malachi Black that everyone thinks was robbed of opportunities. He's going to get cheered. He's in a new company with creative freedom. So while it's light versus dark, they never said 
who was the light and who was the dark. The fans are deciding that. I think Cody was self-aware and put himself in a situation to get Malachi, I want to call him Alistair all day, Malachi yeah, even even higher, right? Get him more pops because people were tired of the long-winded Cody promos. I personally yeah. love Cody. I think I think he's one of the Cody's awesome. Big, but we're just saying like when the, he sells the, the a match, reaction. he sells a match. Like mm-hmm. and this match next week at Homecoming is sold. Like I cannot wait. It's all I've been thinking about is that match. A match that I was thinking about this week that took a, a unfortunate turn was the tag team match. Um yep. I was so excited for PMP versus FTR. Mm-hmm. I think I, I just think Santana is a fucking star. Ortiz looked absolutely great. He lost so much yeah, weight. Lost a ton of weight, got into great shape. And it was it had to get called early because a huge a huge gash on Wheeler's arm. I thought it was compound fracture. It's not yeah, it's just a it, the bone was sticking out of his skin because oh. the way that he was holding his arm. But I mean we're luckily it doesn't seem I mean no information has really been put out there. Just a bunch of you know rumors and backstage stuff saying that it was just a really bad gash and there was blood everywhere. But I mean, hopefully he doesn't miss too much time because it's just a gash. But the match was fantastic up until that point. Of course, they had to you know change the finish on a fly. It was you know changed to a a brainbuster and FTR went over, which I thought was interesting. Um, <coughs> but it was still a phenomenal match before that. It's not over. It's not over. Um, it was really fun to give them guys about, and here's the thing you kind of, it was weird because they called that early. It probably had about three or four minutes left. Then they probably were going to go to commercial and then the punk announcement will call it would happen. But they, I'm, I'm sitting there worried about, did we just see a compound fracture? And then the next thing I know, Tony Schiavone comes out with his great earring and he's talking about the United center and the first dance, and, like, everything that I just witnessed went away, <laughs> like, yeah, that yeah. quick. Because I don't even remember that match because I, all I remember was I was like, man, Ortiz looks great. They're working really good. There's an injury. Go home. Like, that was – there was no point of that match where I was like, wow, this is going to be one of the best tag team matches of the year, which I had hopes for. I think they're going to mm-hmm. redo it because I think AEW is very in tune with what their mm-hmm. fans want, and that's what we want. We want those – you know, it was unfortunate what happened. That's a pay-per-view match, in my opinion, right? Those, yep. those, that's and they'll it. revisit it. They're, whether it, you know, it makes it to All Out's card or it, it just ends up on one of these big themed dynamites. I mean, hey, it might be on that Rampage show that's in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. Um, rumor is, rumor is the Tanahashi match might happen. There. Well, so here's my thing with Tanahashi, right? Which well, can we get to that? Loved it. The fucking well, yeah, we'll ace is here. The ace is here. So absolutely loved it. Super hyped. The, my only fear is Excalibur kept saying it's gonna happen in Japan. Whoever wins this match is gonna fight Tanahashi in Japan. They're gonna go to whatever show and wrestle him in Japan. He kept saying that, and I was like, wait, isn't Tanahashi coming here? No, I think so. I think what they're doing is or maybe in the New Japan American show. That's what's going to happen. But then Moxley comes out like Kyle is saying in the chat, it, it's supposed to be happening at the U.S. show. But oh, oh, New Japan Twitter confirmed, confirmed it. it. All right, good because Excalibur. If you go back and listen, Excalibur t- kept saying in Japan he's fighting him in Japan. They're gonna they're gonna fly to Japan and defend the title there. So I and was that's like, fine. I was more interested that Tanahashi showed up on on uh, AEW TV. 
And then John Moxley caught him out. Mm-hmm. Moxley versus Tanahashi is a very fun all-out match, as as Kyle just put in the chat as I said it. That is a very fun all-out match. You're kicking down the forbidden door with with that. And, I mean, if you put that on a card with... I think Punk's wrestling at all out. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Punk that makes sense. Makes his in-ring return at all out because you're going to bring him out. What? So Punk and Darby at all out. Two weeks before all out is is uh, when Punk when they're at the United Center. Mm-hmm. And, and and seeing as we're doing this thing with MJF and Jericho, it's not Punk versus MJF. Not yet. So Punk versus Darby. Punk, well, you got to think Darby's the one who called out the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Like Darby looked into the Wait, camera. Where's All Out at? All Out's not at the United Center. All Out is at a smaller center. It's not a the 20... Sears Center. I think the one that All In was I, at. I believe so, or another center. It's like thirteen thousand seats, not twenty thousand. That's why, to me, when people are like, "Well, Punk," uh, yeah, like Punk's not going to show up. Why are they selling out the biggest stadium they ever sold? If not, you know what I mean. You have to bring Punk out. You have to. Or else, 20,000 fans are going to turn on your company on live TV. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, AEW is very good at um, swerving people and all that stuff. But like you said, this isn't the time to swerve. Like, that's, and all, the, it, all the stars are lining up too perfectly. Like, you kind of have to do it. That's the perfect thing Kyle just said, too. Punk at, Dar- Punk at Darby at All Out is a great opening match. Yeah. Because you start off red hot and then you have a whole show that where hangman still has his moment at the end but what i would do is i'd have hangman win that title and i have daniel bryan come out and stare his ass down and that's how you end all out (laughs) well look at this also good way a, a good thing if you start with punk you don't get the punk chance throughout yeah right you start with punk you 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 get that you get through that you get that huge part. Well, first off, there's there's nothing like so. Shows are long to sit at. If you ever been to a live show, it's hard to keep that momentum, right? We mm-hmm. went to WrestleMania. We were excited for Becky Charlotte Ronda. We were exhausted by the time they even came out. So yeah, we weren't be, <laughs> we weren't being as loud as we could be, right? But when when Rollins and Brock opened up that mania, we were going nuts. Yep. Right. You have Punk open up that mania or open up that all out and the crowd is going to be so energized. It is going to be one of the loudest ovations you ever Ever. hear. I think the United Center, when you hear that uh, living color start playing, because they're going to use cold of personality. 100%. It is. I don't think the United Center is going to have a roof next basketball season. I think it's going to be. An open stadium. It's right. The Bulls suck anyway, yeah. so they don't, they don't need a roof. But speaking of, of starting with a, with a hot start, there, there's one thing that we have to talk about. Um, the way they started Dynamite oh, this week was so perfect, amazing. right? Amazing. We get the, the promo package, you know, teasing this fully together Dark Order. Hangman finally fully embraces the Dark Order. Yep. He comes out. They're all in the cowboy mask, purple cowboy mask. Hangman's in the new Dark Order gear with the jacket, with the pants, with the dope-ass purple and green roses on it. Just perfection. They come out. They do this great pose. All look like cowboys. You don't need a cowboy hat to be a cowboy. I feel like Hangman's going to join the Dark Order after he wins the title. 
I think he already did. When he came to the ring, he just said Dark Order. Yeah, but all of them went with the hand, and he went with his hangman thing. Yep. I think, yeah, I think a cool way to do it is you have negative one come out and, like, like hand like hold his hand up with the title which is symbolic of now you you have earned the right to take over my father's faction and i think that would be really dope to do and i think that's i would go ballistic for negative one Mm -hmm. and i think that's how you do it um i don't know i think aew just did i i gotta keep saying it is last night i watched that show and i had zero complaints i was just, it was edge of the seat, right? You know, and people could talk shit on the elite. The elite did comedy wrestling perfectly last night. That is how you do it. They come out, they're wearing all the the elite squad jerseys from Space Jam. They're doing the They're playing the music. You know, Jackson misses a dunk. And then he, oh, yeah, the flip. Then he slams it again. He goes, yeah, that was supposed to happen. Like, (laughs) I... I love how corny and goofy the elite are because they're so cocky and confident. Yep. And, you know, of course, Doc has the 69 jersey on. Yep. Fucking Carl Anderson. What was, 2012. What, anybody, 2012 G1 that, Classic. Th- that was the G1, right? Yeah, that was the 2012. I was yeah. wondering why he yeah. had 2012 2012 on it. G1 Classic. Who, he, that's that's yeah. like his <laughs> crowning achievement for some reason. Guys won <laughs> tag titles all over the world. But that G1 final... You know, um, I just love that. And I loved, like you said, the segment where they showed that Hangman didn't, you didn't need to be a cowboy or like dress like Hangman to be part of what Hangman is and part of that. And I think in reverse, you don't need to be in masks or wear the, the purple and black to be a Dark Order member. And I think that and was I was symbolic. talking to uh, Carrie today, and she was saying she started seeing on Twitter a lot of people were saying that they buried Hangman last night. Which how? Is no. Absolutely not. Because what this is did. how you tell a story because, you, yeah, Hangman lost, but the amount of sympathy he gets because he lost to the Young Bucks and Kenny who had to not only hit a double super kick and the one-wing angel, but hit him with the belt. So I was very upset that they touched, right? Yeah, but but – they did this in a way now. Mm-hmm. We all had, of course, the Dark Order's winning, right? Of course they're winning. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. getting this. We're getting that. Hangman Kenny. And when 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 Kenny hit the one-wing angel, I just, like, looked like, oh, my God, what just happened? Right? I thought he was going to kick out for a second. Nah. They were going to waste it on a dynamite. And I got scared because I was, like, I was so, so sure Dark Order were going to win. But, like, Kyle and I were sitting there. We're like, "What? Like, why? Why did that? Ha- like, no, no. Now, now, who's facing him at all out? It's gonna be Hangman, right? But your initial reaction is shock. Like, what? And that's what I love about this company is you can't, you cannot guess what they're gonna do, right? Because yo, hold on, wait, Jax, we're talking to chat. Yeah, Jackie, we can talk. What's to up? Chat. Come on, come on, Jack. Oh, Jackie, Dan. Um, so we're. We're thinking one thing, they go another way. And what it did is the the three people that he couldn't get past were the three people that brought him into the elite. Exactly. And, and 
it, it, I think it went back to Revolution, right? Yep. When they were they, they like mirrored it. AEW is so good at mirroring images from the past, mm-hmm. right? Doing things, little things, and, and, and we could get into move it to Guerrero right after the death match, and we'll get into the death match. But like, it's a throwaway line in a promo with Jericho and MJF from what a year or two ago, a year ago, and then it, it becomes now it's a storyline, and it's like. That I don't know who it is. Is it actually Tony Khan? Like, because everybody always says he remembers everything. He, he does. Has this, like, you ever hear crazy interviews memory. with this guy? Yeah, incredible. No, like, he'll be like, yeah, he, oh, Chris, that was 1996 when you wrestled in Mexico against. I'm like, what the fuck is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How crazy, do you know right? This? So it's like, if Tony Khan's the one doing it, or if it's somebody else, like, it's it's really like a master class yeah. in storytelling because, like we said before, the AW rewards you for paying attention. And remembering things. And you feel good. You're like, oh, my God. Remember that one spot? Like you being like, oh, my God. That's the pipe bomb promo. Like yep. that is the exact words from the pipe and bomb promo. And that's why AEW is for smarter fans. I'm sorry. Yep. It's, it is it is made for the smarter fans who remember wrestling. But the thing that I love, and Renee said it this week, and she got a lot of heat for it, which I don't know why. AEW doesn't assume that their fans are stupid. Yeah. WWE does. Now, I get WWE's, they treat everybody as a first-time viewer. Yeah. And that makes sense. But I don't want to be a first-time viewer when I spent $10,000 on four WrestleManias. I want you to acknowledge me and, you know, give me what I want. It's not not even just that. Like, you know, like with with WWE, they'll be like, oh, we did something last week and we're just going to never bring it back up no. again. Yep. And people who watch every week, the diehards, the ones who are spending all the money, the ones who are going to <laughs> WrestleMania four years in a row, they're like, wait, 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 that makes no sense because of what happened last week, right? But what AEW does is even if something is terrible, the night, the Nightmare Collective was terrible. Uh, the fact that they had a Bunny, they had Ali be Ali again and have this whole romantic thing with QT Marshall was terrible. And they address it right away. The exploding barbed wire deathmatch. They address it right away. And it's like, they don't treat us like we're stupid, which means we can give them more trust and we're more forgiving. I feel like I'm more forgiving to AEW when they mess up because I know they're going to address it. And I know, I know it's, it's not going to be ignored and we're going to move on together. Like with the, look, people didn't like Vicky with Andrade. I didn't either. Immediately uh, replaced her and put him with Chavo. And, and Chavo fucking was awesome last night. Yeah, great, right? I just think. I wonder if 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 Phoenix and Penta really did have a flight issue. It's it's. I think it's a storyline where they're not going to be around for Pac because there's always going to be issues, and then when we get this match, they're going to come out with Andrade. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. That would be Makes a sense. cool swerve. It's like, why aren't they ever here for me? What the fuck? It's because you're yeah. not you're not part of this, right? Like, yeah, Andrade's specifically talking about Latinos and how they're going to rule wrestling. And Pac, you have no connection to them. You're different. You're yep. an outcast, right? I yep. love it. I think everything, like, again, this has rejuvenated me so much in the pro wrestling world. Like, it started with me playing my my game, which I'm going to do next, the the, yep. the alternate universe, the created universe. And, and if you guys are just an audio listener, reminder, twitch.tv slash yeah. Game of Ant. Ant does two EFED 
shows right after this podcast airs. So this podcast airs at 6 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash Game of Ant, and then you get two eFed shows yep. immediately following. T- tonight will be one as the pros are off for the week, and the creative characters are going to run wild. But um, when we when – when I – Started getting back into it because I was so wrestled out and burnt out and I didn't enjoy anything I was seeing. I would watch The Fiend. I would watch Roman. I would see what Mox was doing. I would check in on my guys, right? I'd check Deanna Peraza is my favorite female wrestler. I'd watch her impact matches. But I wouldn't sit down and watch a whole episode. Mm -hmm. A couple months ago, I started watching them on the Friday nights. I know that people hate it Friday nights. I loved it because... Mm -hmm. It usually meant the Sixers weren't playing in the playoffs and because TNT didn't have any games on, and that's when it would be on. And I could sit down and watch AEW after, after everything was done at a time where all my, all my family's asleep, my kids are asleep. Mm-hmm. My, there's nothing I have to do at 10 o'clock at night. And that's why I'm so hyped for Rampage. There's nothing for me to do at 10 o'clock at night except enjoy entertainment. And that's when... Yep. As for people who are like, oh, the ratings suck. And I get the ratings weren't that great. But for me, that 10 o'clock spot on Friday night is what made me watch weekly. Because I got see, hooked. To me, to me and, I, and I hate, like, I think it's Brian Alvarez that I see the yeah. tweet every week. Like, the ratings. I don't give a fuck about the ratings. I know the company cares about the ratings. I know it's a big deal. I don't give a shit. Because honestly, whenever people find out I'm a wrestling fan, the first thing they say is, honestly... So what is this AEW thing? What am I seeing? Yeah. I saw I, I flipped on the other day or I, I heard this the other day or I saw a commercial while watching NFL or, or watching this sport or whatever. Like, what is this? And you're like, well, this is what it is. It is well, not no AEW during the NFL, but you know what I mean? During like the playoffs, the NBA playoffs, stuff like that, baseball games. And it's like, it's fun. And yeah, the rate them, their ratings are going up. Yeah. 1.1 again. Last but night. As a fan. It is so much fun what? to watch, and people—it's making people who are either the last, the lapsed wrestling fan, which is yep. what they said they wanted to do in their mission statement—is bring those people back. But also, people who aren't even really wrestling fans are watching. We watch in all the day chat. Today at work. We watched in the chat last night with Hideaway Gaming. Check her out. She's never watched pro wrestling in her life. Her mm. eyes was like a kid in a candy shop, especially the death match. She's like. What am I watching? But she was laughing and she was like enjoying it. And to me, I can't, I, and and this isn't a shot. Me personally, I can't imagine sitting someone down and saying, let's watch WWE Monday Night Raw because they would not enjoy it. And to me, it's like over these last three weeks between Fighter Fest night one and two and then Fight for the Fallen the other night, right? Because we recorded Thursday show because on Friday, whatever, last night. Um, there was something for everybody. What do you want? Like everything in wrestling was represented in three nights. It sucks that Britt is, Brit is injured, but it sounds like she's bringing people in. The mm-hmm. rumor is the Iconics. Okay. I I thought it was going to be Tessa. I think. Because I always think it's going to be Tessa. We always think <laughs> Tessa. That's what our dream is, right? Yeah. Part of me thinks Ruby Riot. Yeah. I think Ruby Soho, which is going to be so Ruby weird Soho, to get used but, to. But whatever. Ruby. You're going to bring Ruby. Yeah. But, man, again, it's just like every week you're giving us something. Like, I want to talk about the ratings, right? Because ratings are important for this growing company. Mm-hmm. And people are going to go, well, you know, next year they're off TNT and they're on TBS. Now what? Well, they have fucking CM Punk. So everyone's going to go watch TBS. 
It's that simple. It doesn't matter what channel Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. It's fun. But, it is fun. If I told you, hey, do this with me, you're going to have a smile on your face for two hours. Yep. You're going to be like, all right, I'll try it out. And if you do have that smile on your face, you're going to do it every week. It's why in the, you know, unlike NXT did this for, what, three years? Three years. And it was the most I fun wrestling show you would watch every week. Oh. But NXT wasn't on TV yet. And then it comes to TV. And I personally think it's not the it's, way it used It's to a watered be. down so version of what that- it used to be. Yeah, you get that NXT vibe, right? The way they tell stories and stuff like that. You get the ta- the type of talented wrestlers from all over the world, very similar to the way NXT was booked. And you're putting it on a main stage with main event characters like Moxley and Jericho and Kenny and the Bucks. And you're taking people with all this experience like FTR and Christian's a main event, right? All these people. And then you add Punk and Brian, like, it's going to be amazing. And also... Because I don't, I don't know if we were gonna bring it up, but the Thunderosa pop, yes, was unbelievable. This chick gets popped everywhere, and she's finally officially a member of the roster. I, like I, we said I, last I think week. we see. She gets a huge pop. That's all out. That's Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, at all out, and that crowd's gonna 100%. be fucking red hot. Go red crazy for it. Hot. Go crazy for it. And and you know, with Rampage coming up, as we saw, um, Kenny did an interview with somebody somewhere, uh, and he was talking about how Rampage is gonna be the show that. Is gonna you know have the women wrestle more on? Is television. it an hour it's, or two hours? It's an hour. That's gonna I be, think. I hope I, two listen, hours. Is it a two-hour show? But we're talking about ratings, and I like I said, I know we don't want to beat the ratings thing down, but I'm so interested to see what rating Rampage on the twentieth does. Oh, they're gonna do. A, they're gonna pop a huge rating, especially if everybody uh, thinks Punk is coming back. He has. Uh, how many he people, has to be including yourself, back. he has, including yourself, right? How many people were like, "Punk is what got me back to wrestling," yes. or "CM Punk yep. was my favorite wrestler," or some something along those lines, right? Every, you know, this is the guy who was on the cover of the video game, the voice of the voiceless, the pipe bomb promo that broke the internet. Like, if this guy is coming back to wrestling. At least initially, there's going to be a massive boom. A massive set of eyes on the product, which is incredible because but, it's like, hey, you come for Punk, you fall in love with Darby. You fall in love with MJF yeah, yeah. or Jungle Boy or Sammy Guevara. Like, This is my favorite thing, though, is they're hyping Punk, right? Mm-hmm. And then when the Punk thing happens, and maybe they wait till September 22nd, and the Punk things happen and they're hot with Punk, then they bring out Daniel Bryan. Then yep. I want to address one rumor, and I know people aren't a big fan of him, but I think there's no one better at a big fight feel. It was reported today that Brock Lesnar may have just signed somewhere else. Where interesting does Tony Khan have even more surprises in his back pocket? Listen, Tony Khan. In his core is a wrestling fan. Tony Khan does things that he himself as a wrestling fan knows that wrestling fans want to see. You know, we have been up and down when it comes to Lesnar, depending on how he is. When Lesnar cares, he is amazing. 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 Right? When he cares, it's amazing. You know, uh, Issa's in the chat, so it's great that we're talking about Lesnar, and it's like, for people who are big Lesnar fans, for people who are UFC fans, like Lesnar walks through that door, you're paying attention. The only thing that I I think would be even cooler is if he signs with New Japan because the Forbidden Door, like yeah, 
Brock, well, you, you really, pay him enough money anywhere, he can show up in AEW because of the Forbidden Door. Yeah, the Forbidden Door is literally just locked on one promotion, and that's WWE. Yeah. Everyone else can come into the door. It's why well, it's an open house for everyone else. You need the lockbox WWE. But see, that's what and, and you know, uh, going back to what you said earlier about Vince McMahon saying they're not competition, and it's like, all right, let's say ratings wise, they're not competition. Let's say industry-wise, right? You're the NFL. No one's going to ever go against the NFL. We get it, okay? But their competition when it comes to your talent. You're telling me someone like Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens or or seeing the way they're booked and Kevin Owens has made his money. He's signed his big contract. You're telling me when his contract is up, he's not thinking, "Hey, maybe I end my career with my friends in AEW and I have a great time and I wrestle Three times a month, even four times even a month, on and I get to see my family. Scale. Even exactly. on a bigger scale than Owens, they are and setting up a but foundation you to think. bring all these people in, yeah, or yeah. To, to show people with the Forbidden Door. Hey, maybe Kevin Owens goes back to Ring of Honor, and I love Owens, right? He I, goes, he for the Forbidden Door, he can come over. I love Owens, but my focus is like there's connections there with a guy like AJ, who's a bigger mm-hmm. star than Owens, with yeah. Balor, who's a bigger star than Owens. Do I mm-hmm. think Bauer leaves? No. There is another name I want to float out there. Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. He is someone I could see going, you know what? My friends are here. Let's try this out. It's still in Florida. But see, the, the, the <laughs> cool thing is for fans, right, is it's forcing WWE. AW is performing so well that they are forcing WWE to use these guys. Like Shinsuke Complete character rebuild. Now he's the king again. He's being yeah. used. Yeah, Cesaro's being used more. Biggie's getting the. I mean, I don't think Biggie or the New Day would ever leave, but you know what I'm saying. They're they're giving us new characters and and putting people in new situations, which is only making it better for us. Well, yeah, the competition makes the product better, and like, I don't know. Maybe we don't get this Roman Reigns if. AEW didn't exist. Maybe Vince still thinks that Roman's the guy, right? And Roman is the guy, but not in the sense as Vince was booking him. Now, yeah. it's like, let's try this. Why the hell not? I think it's part competition, part COVID. They wanted to try new things. And now Roman Reigns, to me, is the best character I've seen on TV in the last five years. Mm-hmm. That's just Well, me. speaking of COVID, um, you know, there, there's something I did want to bring up because it, it's, it's very worrisome for AEW fans, especially people who have tickets to these events. So with this Delta variant of COVID happening right now, because people are stupid and not getting the vaccine and ruining it for everybody else, but whatever. Uh, All Out and the Arthur Ashe show in New York are being threatened and might have to move back to Daly's Place. Now, this isn't confirmed or whatever. It's just feelers going out there where if, God forbid, it's just a thought process of what might happen, which breaks my heart. It's got to be the worst thing. And East is in the chat saying, don't jinx it. Listen, we got to talk about it because I, uh, I want to go crazy thinking I, about it. I, I just don't think it's going to happen again. Um, and I'm not here to talk about anyone's beliefs or anything. But if I did what I was supposed to do and got the vaccine like they asked me to, and it does hold up against the variant, which a lot of them do. Then if you're not vaccinated, you should be mandated to wear a mask. And if it requires carrying a card, because I don't think we need to go back to lockdown. I, mm-hmm. I think we need to monitor it better and be stricter mm-hmm. on the rules. 
if I have to go to a wrestling show and wear a mask, I'll go to a wrestling show and wear a fucking mask. I don't care. But let people. I just want to be able to have that wrestling let, let show. Let us have in our of freedom. Let us have our freedom. And if we have to take the precaution, we will, right? And if you don't want to take that precaution, then you're not allowed in the fucking building. It's that 100%. simple. It's that simple, really. Like, um, it, it's it's just yeah. Yo, Jackie in the chat, facts. I've had those Newark tickets for AEW at the Prudential Center, which feels like a lifetime. <laughs> I just think that there's people who did their part, right? They got mm-hmm. the vaccination. They did what was told. And there's people who don't believe in it. If you don't believe in it, whatever, that's your prerogative. But if I did what was supposed to do, I shouldn't have to stop my life. For so, Jackie, we got to meet so, up at Newark and Queens. Oh, we got to meet up, hang out. I'm not going to be at both shows. I'm trying to go to Philly. I might go to Philly. It's like two days after I get back from uh, Mexico. The then. craziest month of your life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I go to Mexico. Then I got your wedding. Then I got Dever's wedding. Then I got Disney. Mm-hmm. It's going to be nuts. Crazy. But listen. And AEW's I go, I go for a big, promotion. Bro. I go for a promotion the week I come up and see you. So we could be oh, celebrating. Nice. Or I could be depressed. Either one. Yeah. Either way, you're drinking. <laughs> either way, we're going to hoot it out. We're getting some Captain Cokes, bro. Hoot Drink it some out. wine. I'm, I'm starting to get into wine. Nice. I can't. I haven't seen the house yet. Because my, my car decided to die. Yeah, yeah. And then I can't yeah. wait till Carrie can. Done a great, a great job. When Carrie can draw, when Carrie can travel and she comes over, we're all going oh to my a God. show. We're all going to a show. Everybody. Listen, the the way that the way the universe works, by the time Carrie's able to come over, they're going to they're going to introduce like a mixed uh intergender title and we, we're going to be with Carrie sitting next to her at the show and Orange Cassidy who Ant hates. He's the only one who hates. I love everybody else loves him, but Orange and uh, Chris Allender are going to win those belts. Listen, I'm here for Anna J. All right. No, That's I'm it. here for Anna J. I'm here okay? for Anna J. Me. Right. I met her. I know you did. She was gorgeous, you said. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Sammy Guevara was really cool, too. We talked about the vlog. Sammy. You, listen, as if you guys are listening to this or seeing this on Twitch, here's my advice to you. If you're ever thinking about going, to a wrestler meet and greet, go. Because right now, because of last year, Thank them having Issa. nothing. Thank you, Issa. Ah, uh, Issa doesn't like Orange Cassidy either. I don't not like. I, this is why this I is ran why Foundation this, ended. This, this, is, this how, is why I ran Foundation This is how ended. shit gets misconstrued. No, I didn't say no, I don't no, like him. No, I said no. I don't like him in the spots they put him. I don't think no, he should be no. in the main event. He, he should be. No. Because he's awesome. Yes. No. He's awesome. He was great. Yep. He was perfectly placed in the Sting spot. That's where you put no. him. I don't need him fighting no. Omega for a title. That's me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Listen. I know. The, Rob, un- the, the, no, no. Show, the Undertalker. People back me up. Time out. Scott, if you're over here lurking, back me the up. The Undertalker is going to tweet me. talking all this shit. Nah, you guys yeah. are all talking all this shit. You were not in that building at Double or Nothing. You didn't feel that crowd. I, I get when it. We thought Orange Cassidy was going to win. I get it, and I, I'm never going to shit on you for liking Orange Cassie. I've never said that. I'm very understand understanding. But the he's under great, the Undertalker is going to tweet me tomorrow, right? Which is the greatest nickname ever. And he's going to fucking tell me, oh, you've been watching for three weeks, and this is this. And that's fine. Yeah, I've been watching for three weeks, but I know what I like and I don't like, and this is all opinion. And my opinion is he is great in the spot they had him in. Wait. Where are you going? Wait. Are you going to get your wife? This is bullshit, and I need to prove oh, here we go. you wrong. Here we okay. go. 
We stand the king. We stand the god. Okay. We stand him. This is the guy I want to see in AEW, all right? That's the guy. That's the guy we see in AEW. This Who, guy. Me? Right here. Okada. Oh, give me a second. I have to... Oh, your Okada figure? Yes. Orange Cassidy, baby. Baby! I don't hate him. Like, I just... I, uh, and Jackie agrees. Like, I'm cool with him winning the TNT title. Like, I'm cool with that. Jackie, you're making me not want to meet you when you come to New York and Newark. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought we were going to take a picture like this. We're Our thumbs up. Listen, I don't mind him. And I can't wait to hear the under talker tell me all the facts I said wrong today. And that's fine. Listen, there's, there's, we all have to learn. You know, we there, all have to there learn is sometime. one fact that I created the Nikki Bella stand that is Phil, as you can tell behind him now. Um, no, you did not create the Nikki <laughs> Bella stand. I like the Bellas. Okay. You're over here selling away all your stuff. I am. With my my signed AEW belt. Look at that. That's a beautiful belt. That's that's beautiful. Yeah. I'm too poor to, to buy the real one. <laughs> you got to just frame oh. that still. What? This? Yeah. It's not done getting signed yet. Who else you got? Uh, I got still got room for a few more. Eddie Kingston. Uh, nice. If I meet Paul White, if I could afford it. No uh, more BS. Cody, I, you know? Is Cody at the show we're going to? He is. Yes, yeah. I'm definitely probably getting a picture with him. I'm going to wear a suit. You're not going to get a picture with him because a picture with him is $80. <laughs> it's 80 It used to be 20 <laughs> Big Show was 100 What? Oh, NEW, man. You bring back fucking Wrecking Ball Ligursky so I can meet someone. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? What the no, fuck? but Eddie Kingston is 30 or 20 for oh, the combo. I, bro, I will, talk, I will talk to Kingston all day long, bro. Yeah, I can't wait to meet him. He's a must for me. And yeah. then, of course, Ty Conti. Oh. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I can't wait for you to see her. Jax, why don't you join us and come hang out? It's in Poughkeepsie. Yeah, it's in Poughkeepsie. How far are you away from Poughkeepsie? She's up in like the highest part of Jersey. So she's definitely like only like two hours when I'm like five hours. Yeah, but you're staying the night. Stay <laughs> the night. Well, right? Yeah, I'm Because actually... you were allowed one night, you know? Listen, I'm selling my house, which might not even happen now if this fucking thing keeps pissing me off. I might just say, I might literally just say, fuck them, bulldoze my house, and then put a fucking two-story modular here and be like, this is my yard now. All right, you ain't getting this house now. Oh, but before, I was just looking at my notes. So before we go, we got about 12 minutes you left. You got notes. We need, to, we need to talk about the main event. Mm. <laughs> we kind of went off for a second. We saw a death match. Nick Gage. On television. I saw Nick fucking Gage. Nick Gage. Issa, every Wrestle. time we invite you to an indie event, you say, I, I'll go. And then you're like, nah, Issa, you I go. We bought you tickets yeah, to an indie you show tickets. and you didn't go. And you don't do mod- indie shows. <laughs> you, uh, if Issa did an indie show, just imagine the mouth breathers near her. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. But no, so the main <laughs> event, right? Diva, Diva. We saw Nick, Nick Gage stab Chris Jericho with, with a, a broken light, light tube. tube. Yeah. <laughs> we saw him. <laughs> in a picture in picture, well, we, we did. You guys did it. Slicing his head with a pizza cutter with a Domino's commercial playing at the same time. Yeah, I didn't get to see that because I was watching the fucking Canadian version. So I missed. Oh I God, missed. Dude. I missed Nick Gage's entrance, which pissed me off. Um, she's Issa's going to GCW. Wow, my God, growth. You see, guys, growth is a beautiful thing. Issa, you'll go to GCW with those psychopaths, but you won't come. Issa, would you like to come to NEW 
in on August the fourteenth. Wait, I'm waiting for a big. Yeah, oh, August I'm, the fourteenth. I'm sorry, I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm busy. Yeah. Listen, or you can drive up and just hang out with Brittany. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a death match. It it was the most. I do think Moxley and Omega's death match was a lot more brutal. Issa, I know you're saying it wasn't a death match. It was the closest thing we can get to a death match that given one, the rating system. Yeah, well, yeah, because it was on television, wasn't on pay per view. That's why I think Omega versus Moxley, I think, was more hardcore than that. That's just my opinion. Yeah, it was more hardcore than that, but like there was light tubes, but that, and a it was cutter. That's brutal for TV. That's brutal. And, like that was crazy in yeah. in the in the because like yeah, we barbed wire. There were explosions and stuff like that. Yeah, you know. The, no, no, not the, that match. The, no, the other one. Oh yeah, the at, lights out. Full match. gear. The, the lights out. At one, full right? gear, yeah. When when he was like, they're fighting across the stadium, and he yeah, did, like yeah. that was cool. But like, th- there was a pizza cutter, and it, they zoomed in. Well, yeah, of course, in the context of Gage, that was child's play. They were gonna let him loose. Yeah, here, Nick Gage, they kill somebody. Him, they won't even get him a second front tooth. They're gonna let this guy come in here. And, First and... off, I personally think that Gage didn't want to fuck it up too much. Because you're in the ring with arguably one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Mm-hmm. This is an opportunity for Gage to maybe get a huge contract. I know he might mm-hmm. not want it, but if Tony Khan mm-hmm. offers him the money, he didn't go off script, which Gage is usually one to do, is to kind of take liberties and push it. Shows and you the respect. He didn't do that last night. So, yes, it wasn't a regular Nick Gage match where he's trying to actually kill someone like David Arquette. It was a yeah. match where... He was very tame. He was very safe with everything that he did. People mm-hmm. think Gage can't wrestle. Gage can actually wrestle pretty well. And yeah, he, he was doing some moves last he night. He was Jericho. he was extremely safe in that situation. Mm-hmm. He took care of him. And, and and listen, with the hype of everything that's going on, right? With uh, Dark Side of the Ring and all that stuff with him, like he capitalized off it huge, right? Yep. And and you love to see that. And, and, you know, Tony Khan is, is very big on helping indie promotions and helping other people get a bigger name. And now, you know, Gage is going to go back to GCW with more fans because they saw him on Dynamite. I... And, and it was awesome. I... And listen, that spot where Jericho did the Hurricanrana through the glass. <laughs> his, ankle, <laughs> a... his ankle smacked that chair hard as fuck, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. His, I, I thought he oh, and, and I was talking to Carrie earlier. Does this seem like the end for Jericho? What do you it, think? It's, so this is what he's going to do. He's going to go through these five stages of hell. He's going to get mm-hmm. his match with MJF. He's going to lose his match to MJF, setting up MJF to be a challenger for the title. Jericho's okay. going to lose that match. He's going to go do Fozzie because they're going to get ready to tour so he can spread Corona even more. And then yep. um, he'll probably be more of a special attraction because there's no way that man should keep putting his body on the line like he has. If he's falling on cardboard or not, it's still a 20-foot fall. Have fun doing yeah. that. Um, there's no way that man can keep doing it at the level he's doing it yeah. without getting really hurt. So I think... It, it's better to walk away now. He's had a huge year for them. He needs to go do his music, rest his body... Take mm-hmm. three to five months off, maybe six months. After come back tour, and double or nothing. Come back off between to all out a and fucking full-packed arena and let Judas play after not playing for six months and watch yep. the reaction. 
I mean, I think Jericho is still having a great run. I know other people can disagree with me. I think he looked great last night. Yeah, he, he's, he awesome. he's not fucking 25-year-old built like a yeah. shit brick house Chris Jericho, right? He's not ripped anymore. But my man still did a moonsault <laughs> and a Hurricane Rana and all that, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and was, he was brutal. And he, he he survived a brutal match. Yep. Yeah, and he put, Which is insane. There's Listen, Chris Jericho at 50 years old, after all the titles he won, all the money he's made, he does not have to go through glass or get hit with light tubes or get slammed oh, on glass. Never. And he never. did it. And I think part of it is Chris Jericho, the best thing about him is his ego. Mm-hmm. That's the best. And that's what makes Chris Jericho one of the best of all time. And when people talk shit of him falling off that cage on the cardboard and said it wasn't hardcore enough, this motherfucker just took on that Nick Cage. Right? Yeah. People just took on Nick I'm Cage. I'm pussy? Yeah. So I'm pussy? Yeah. So I, yeah. Nick Cage. He took on Nick Cage and got hit with light tubes. And was stabbed. He got stabbed. He stabbed him he in the forehead. stabbed him. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Can we talk about that? Fucking one of my favorite cruiserweights of all time. And everyone can overlook it and be like, well, who cares? Fucking Hooven Tucker. The juice is loose, baby. The yeah, juice. Yep. I love Hoovy. Yeah. And Jericho yeah, beat him for his on. mask. Jericho is the man that unmasked Juventud Guerrero on WCW television. I know that because I used to like WCW better than WWF. Not me, but... But, uh, you know, makes sense. <laughs> How Have you ever watched Juventud Guerrero? Of course I have. He I is, know Hoovy. I love Hoovy. Hoovy was, was like, the only was one like close to Rey Mysterio. It's all those luches, he was, right? But, but he was I the loved only Hoovy one. was my favorite. Because Hoovy did the 450. He was the only one close to Rey Mysterio in how Rey, like, invented moves. Like, Hoovy was there. Hoovy was there. Everyone right, so everybody out. watching in the chat right now, okay? Carrie brings up a good point, and me and we're talking about this. Who should be labor number five for Jericho? Carrie started off saying Lance Storm. Rufus. Ralphus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine. It's just, <laughs> hey, and, and you were talking earlier. What if it's Lesnar? God, f- listen. We all know who number five should be. If WWE was smart, they make Tony Khan pay a lot of money for him. And it's fucking yeah. Kevin Owens should be labor number five. That should be oh, labor number five. Yep. That should be yep. labor, but it's not happening. So Lance uh, Storm so is the best answer that's realistic. Unless, what if CM Punk's labor number five on August 20th? When does that line up? Three weeks. August 20th is what, like three weeks away on Rampage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then Jericho would have to beat him. Best in the, oh yeah, uh, now. What if, what if, what if he doesn't? What if Punk beats him and then Jericho goes off and comes back for MGF six months later? After MGF wins Maybe. the title. Maybe. Nah. Possible. It's not going to be that, but I don't know. Because we can dream, and with this wonderful company, you don't know it could happen. Like it could, they could, could literally happen. put Judy Bagwell back on a pole and say, "Here you go." This. Oh is no, let's not get. Let's not go to the bad part of WCW, right? Like <laughs> we're riding with the good part. You know what I mean? I let's not go back to the bad part. I don't know. I personally think that um, this company is going to surprise you with number four too. I don't know who number four should even be. But at this rate, hey, strange, we've got a Nick Gage and Hoovy back to back. So who the fuck even knows? Like, if you the told me, the limit. if you told me Hoovy to Paul White because Jerry show, that's what I was thinking too. I was actually, I said that last night that 
that will be Big Show's first match. Back will be against, That'd be cool. against Jericho. And and Big Show can take cool. an L real quick. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, it should be JR, and then Jericho puts him out, oh and then God, we don't have to please. listen to him no more. Yes. Oh. Jericho versus Kovitz probably going to be number five um, against Sturgis, <laughs> the Ayatollah of Corona. Um, but I, lo- I, love, I love Jericho still. I know that I don't agree with all of his decisions in life, but yeah. um, Chris Jericho to me is probably my second favorite wrestler of all time. I think he's the greatest. Listen, Issa is saying zombie Chris Benoit, but it could be David Benoit, his yeah. son. <laughs> you never know. Here's the thing: you never fucking know. Like, it, it, you know, like that. Like, obviously, zombie Chris Benoit. <laughs> no, it could be Shawn Michaels' <laughs> left eye. I don't know because remember, Jericho. It wasn't the storyline. Is Jericho threw him into the Jeratron, and that's what made the eye go wonky. So Jericho's left eye, a giant eye, comes to the ring. So you, you have you have Shawn Michaels' right eye on NXT, and his left eye in <laughs> AEW. His left eye is on AEW. His left eye is just over here. Look at this way. Um, yeah. But, I'm just happy that you are loving AEW so much right now. It makes I love me it. I love it. And we're going to circle back to the punk thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, one minute left. We're going to circle Dude, back see, to the punk thing. Guys, but guys CM we're Punk. This show. Th- we're this close. We are this close to getting close. CM Punk yep. back in wrestling. Yep. This As we punk- end the show, we get to one minute left. If you guys are listening to the show... On podcast services, twitch.tv slash game of ant. You can see us live. You can stay for the two E Fed shows that Ant runs yep. every week. Tell them about that. So, GOW, probably the best wrestling promotion in the world. I know we do elite POV pod. We need a GOW POV pod because it is crazy. You can catch GOW Enigma, which is the stars of today. And then after that, Ambition, the stars of tomorrow, the creative characters. Most of the people in my chat are on the show. It is hilarious it is fun the professor is the man we all love the professor in gow i don't because he beats Um, me every week phil has a match next phil is actually fighting next i forget who you're fighting um but it's going to be oh you're fighting johnny deville next you're fighting one half of the tag team champions and if you beat him you get a tag title match so we'll see how that goes we'll have to worry about that (laughs) there's no regular wrestlers this week as they have the week off after a long pay-per-view where kenny omega was crowned the gow champion um but we have Ambition, which is our created. So if you're listening to this and you want to go back, all of it's on VOD. All my wrestling shows are on VOD. Come hang out. Drop a sub. Drop a follow. Subs for the dubs. And if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Philium99 and then Ant. I'm at Game of Ant everywhere. Everywhere. Thank you guys for listening. Shout out to Wade who just jumped in the chat. Love you, brother. So proud of you. You're the best. What's his name on your, in, your, in your Twitch? Boogie Nights, baby. No, no, no. That's an ambition. Oh, Warm-Hearted Wade. Warm-Hearted Wade. Warm-Hearted, warm-hearted Wade. Wade. Shout out to Wade. Warm- I love you, Wade. Um, so, guys, stick around. This stream is going to stop for two minutes. Not even. One minute. The start screen will start, and it's GOW time. So, thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you next week because we still don't have and an outro. Keep, keep wrestling. Wrestling. Scripted. scripted. Yeah. Bye. We out. So, Kawhi. So quiet, bye. Adios.